Hello, Double Sixes. How are you guys doing today? It's me, Nikki V. And once again, the man, the myth, the legend, Self. How you doing, man? What's going on, guys? So, we have a couple things to talk about today. We could talk about, again, Cortez's squad depth. <laughs> Brianna's or box that she has no um, packages in. Her present <laughs> wow, box that she has nothing in. Wow, that's really rude. <laughs> She has a City of Hope box here, and there hasn't been that many donations yet. So come by Shield and donate uh, before December, what date? Uh, 18th. December 18th. Hashtag plug. Hashtag plug for <laughs> City of Hope kids. Uh, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. What are we going to talk about today, Nikki V? Today we're going to talk about our 45th president, considering some of us may not agree or disagree, <laughs> Mr. President Trump. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Trump today. We're not going to talk about, we're not, uh, we're going to talk about him in a little bit of a different way. Um, <laughs> but we're going to get out some disclaimers first. First off, um, I consider myself a, um, social moderate and a fiscal conservative. Um, and I did not vote for Donald Trump. I did not vote for Hillary Clinton. I did vote libertarian. I voted third party, so you could say I threw my vote away, but I just couldn't see my... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I voted uh, third party. Um, So that's just kind of a disclaimer, so you kind of see where this is coming from. Um, Some of my beliefs will probably come out a little bit more later, Um, but what I I think today I'm going to try and give is a semi-moderate view of all the bullshit going on right now and kind of what, um, how we got here and why we got here. So, yeah, you want to give a disclaimer, Nikki V, about where you stand? Uh, my disclaimer is um, I guess I'm right smack dab in the middle because I see both sides of the arguments. Um, I don't like a lot of things that are going on on both sides because, you know, you turn on the TV and you have something going on in Charlotte, then you have protests going on in. Um, uh, up north, uh, up northern California. So I can't agree with a lot of things that are going on, but I can also agree on, you know, where everyone's coming from. Yes, so. people have points on both sides. So, um, so if you guys don't like it, I've got two words for you, and it's suck it. Okay? So, <laughs> um, again, that's kind of the point of the podcast is for um, us to voice our opinions and you to like it, love it, hate it, laugh with us, laugh at us. Either way, just enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy because honestly, none of it's that serious. Um, and that's kind of the point of today is is we're, we don't take ourselves serious. We don't take any of this really that serious. We're just going to try and get a, uh, an opinion across and have some fun with it. Um, so... Uh, like like the podcast, share the podcast, um, and subscribe to the podcast, and we'll get the ball rolling. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get the ball rolling. Um, w- the first topic I wanted to, to, to discuss is what Trump is. Um, and so what, what I believe, sitting back, I guess, a, a year later, what Trump is is a big middle finger, a big fuck you to liberal, progressive... Democratic Party. Um, and why I say that is because it, 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 when Hillary Clinton ran, it was hope and change, hope and change. But the problem was we already had eight years of hope and change. Um, and the Democratic Party historically used to be a the party of unions, the party of the working man, the party of middle America, um, and you know the, the party for, for that hope, for that, um, that progress. And 
over the last eight years, and even you kind of saw it a little bit when 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 Bill Clinton came um, into power, when he started catering more towards um, you know the MTV um, youth and the uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, <laughs> he was he was on. Um, I think it was Arsenio Hall playing the playing mm-hmm. the saxophone, and that, that's something that no president had ever done before. That was the, and and it really started to get a lot of the powerful Hollywood entertainment um, behind the Democratic Party. During the eight years of Obama, I mean, you saw Beyonce at the inauguration. You saw all these crazy things to where all these powerful elite, um, again, that, that's an important word, these elite Hollywood individuals put their money and their support behind the Democratic Party. Over those eight years, from what I could see is that the Democratic Party really turned their back on the average working American that they used to get their support from. They used to get their support from the unions, the union money and all those types of things. But slowly over those eight years, they turned their focus to um, the Hollywood elite and they turned their focus to uh, minorities, which would be you know the Hispanics, blacks, and, um, and the LGBT um, community. Now, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. I don't care. But that's what happened. That's the truth of what happened. And when it came time to re-up and Hillary Clinton came in and she um, represented those same type of values and she represented those same Hollywood elites and she represented those same minorities without addressing that middle um, income, those, those, those middle class Americans again, it was time for another set of changes and that's what america voted for america voted for that change they voted for the anti hillary clinton and that's what donald trump was donald trump was the anti hillary clinton he didn't watch his mouth he wasn't politically correct um he didn't care really what you thought of him all he cared about were his opinions his strong opinions (laughs) and where he wanted to take this country and so that what what a vote for donald trump was was a vote for anti-establishment it was a vote for um anti-hollywood elite and a vote for anti um you you know or, or a vote more towards middle america more towards when i say middle america i mean middle class middle class working average joe that the democrats used to rely on for their votes um you jump in you tell me what what you think about that about that um, Nikki honestly i think a lot of it has to do with obviously it was those eight years of um you know getting turning their backs on middle america and everything like that but i think a lot of people throw through the facade of hillary clinton everyone saw her as just this career politician who had her hands in a lot of different shit and just whether it was, you know, the term goes fake news and, you know, she's, you know, spread all these lies and, you know, ultimately it all came back crashing down on her when she neglected a lot of states doing her, uh, her campaign, her campaign. Mm-hmm. and she thought she had it in the bag because of her husband before, um, coming off Obama's eight years. She thought Trump was a dipshit, essentially, which, I mean... Well, he really is. I mean, I can't, I can't disagree on <laughs> yeah, that, but still, no. you know, she took it for granted. And, you know, a lot of people didn't respect the way she was dealing with a lot of things and a lot of reports that were coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's when the America spoke. A lot of people talked and said, you know what, she can go fuck herself, essentially... And vote for Trump. Exactly. And, and, and essentially voting for Trump was voting for change. So now we, we talk about what... what Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is a big fuck you to liberal progressive agenda. Let me tell you what his supporters, what all of his supporters are not. Because this is, I think, what drives me crazy the most. Okay, 
All of his supporters are not racist bigots. Okay. And I think the most small-minded, bigoted thing to say is that anybody who voted for John, Donald Trump is a racist bigot. I think that's just so it, – it just paints such a broad stroke how we do to each other in America. And it just does so much negative harm on our democratic system in general that for you to just say you're a racist, you're a bigot because you voted for Donald Trump basically means that there were no other issues to vote on at all whatsoever other than the fact that Donald Trump has made some really idiotic comments in the past. And I think that – I forget who said it, but somebody said it in the past. They basically said that for me to call myself a Republican and vote for somebody just because they're a Republican or Democrat either way would be so insane to do because there are so many issues that come up on a um, on an annual basis for each individual um, vote that just to vote somebody just because they have an R or a D next to their name is crazy, absolutely crazy. So. I think just to say that they voted for Trump just because they're a racist or just because they're a bigot is just as silly to do as if they were just to vote for Donald Trump just because he has the R next to his name or vote for Hillary Clinton just because she has the D next to her name. So um, there's a couple points that go along with that. The first one is that, um, which I believe in, in no pun intended or pun, all pun intended, that <clears throat> the Trump card for calling everybody that voted for Trump a racist and the only reason that Donald Trump got voted into power is because he's racist is the fact that a black man was president <laughs> for eight years. And one, one, I have a friend, um, a very close friend who I used to work with. Um, he now works for the Democratic Party. And that's, you know, his comments were, you know, I can't believe all, you know, they let this racist guy in. But he couldn't respond to that allegation was basically, if America is so racist and the only people that are voting for Donald Trump is because they're racist, how the hell did they let a black man president for eight years? Not once, but twice. You think all these crazy racists that voted for Donald Trump would have come out in droves against a black man as opposed to a white female, but they didn't. So that it, that shows you right there that that wasn't the main issue. That wasn't the sole issue. Now you can say the KKK voted for Donald Trump, and I'm sure that's <laughs> true. That doesn't mean that every single person who voted for Donald Trump voted with the KKK. They just voted their, on their issues. For this election cycle, I'm sure that if there is a Black Panther party still out there and if if they're still together, they probably would have voted for Obama. That doesn't mean everybody for, voted for who Obama voted just because he's black and voted against, you know, white America. So I just I wanted to get that out there. If, if you don't recognize that and you don't recognize that every person who voted for Trump is not just naturally a racist or a bigot, um, that shows you right there that 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 statement's not true because we we. When I say we, as America, Americans as a whole voted in a black male to their president, not once, but twice. Mm -hmm. And that, that a vote for Donald Trump was more a vote for change as opposed to a vote for, um, you know, racism or, or, or bigotry. Obviously, I think the word racism and racist has completely lost its value, in, especially in today's era, because... You have people that are on the internet, people, internet trolls, people that are in protests and all this stuff, just because you vote for one white dude, one orange white dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> not even white. <laughs> one orange white dude calling them a racist <laughs> and calling them, you know, I've seen people on the other side, on the Republican side, you know, of all race, Asian, blacks, you know, whatever. 
vote for Donald Trump and support Donald Trump. And that's great. That's awesome. That doesn't mean that they're racist. It's not, you know, obviously there's a miscommunication or, the, you know, they don't understand what a racist really is because. Yeah, just I'm voting for sure somebody. Back in the 50s in fucking Kentucky. That's real racism, at least right there. Exactly. And, and I'm not, I don't, I want to, I guess, say two things really quickly is one, I don't, I do believe there is still racism rampant in, in the United States. There is, and it's there. Um, you know, we see it all the time on the news and stuff like that. Um, they may or may not blow it out of proportion here and there, but the bottom line is it's there. I'm not saying that it's not there. I'm just telling you it was not the primary driver in this election because if it was, there's no way Obama would have got elected twice. And that's the bottom line. You can't dispute that fact. Okay. And the- you can either look at it that way or you can look at it as people just didn't get out and vote because, you know, for Obama's election, he was pushing, MTV was pushing, I remember watching on TV that, oh, you need to go vote. You, you know, you need to do this. You need to vote for change and all this stuff. And, you know... You can you can push that, but that wasn't pushed throughout this election whatsoever. Yeah, and 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 people kind of open their eyes to say, we've heard about hope and change the last eight years, and to be honest, I had a lot of hope and no change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a ton of hope and not a ton of change. You know, I think Obama did some some good things throughout his presidency. I think some cool things got changed, but overall, the hope and change that were promised really wasn't delivered. And voting for Hillary Clinton was pretty much voting for status quo, and people didn't want status quo, and that was what the vote was for. The vote was for um, to change the status quo. Um, you know, and and being. Um, and, you know, I guess another disclaimer, I, I'm a political science major. I, I, I have a bachelor of arts in political science. And um, the way that we paint each other and paint the other side in all political debates drives me absolutely insane. You know, painting all Republicans as racist, bigots, capitalists, greedy, money hungry, um, rich people is hundred percent not true and then and painting all democrats liberals progressives as you know snowflakes pc police as um soft and stuff like that it's just it's it's insanity it's really it doesn't allow us to break down the conversations and that's why i don't talk politics very often at all whatsoever because ever talk politics besides this conversation exactly (laughs) and i'm a political science major i have a very big passion for politics and for political science but i just can't do it because people are so ingrained in their ways of thinking and think that as soon as i open my mouth and say i'm a conservative oh you're a racist bigot or you know and and well the issue is that people don't aren't willing to listen they're not willing to have a conversation instead it's you know shouting blaming you know you know just yeah name calling name calling -calling. -calling. we're we're essentially we become children in media and over the internet you know protests they become big as kids that just grew up (laughs) yeah you want to call each other names we don't want to listen to each other we don't want to try and see each other's point of view um you know and and then on top of all that what compounds the problem is we become a product of our own sounding boards okay so what that means is so when i go on instagram and i like conservative websites or i'm sorry i like conservative pages or i go on facebook and i like and i'm part of all the conservative groups and i go on the radio and i listen to the conservative radio talk and i turn on the tv and i only watch fox news i become a product of my own sounding board so i already have these beliefs then these beliefs get seriously ingrained in me time and time again through each post through each conversation on Facebook, through each 
um, time I watch Fox News. And so then you just become so ingrained and in hating this other side because that's all there is out there on Fox News on. Um, and, you know, CNN does it the other way, you know, and it goes back and forth that if I'm a liberal, I'm only watching MSNBC. I'm only watching CNN and they're going to paint Trump in a certain way. They're going to paint the whole Republican Party, the whole conservative party in a certain way. And I just really become entrenched in with all of this information, blaming and name calling the other side when we when we never really do listen to the other side and i thought it was crazy because i about a year ago when the election was going on i was at 24 on the treadmill just walking you know being lazy and um i was flipping through the channels and there was two tv channels and there was i think cnn and fox and there's two tv two tv channels and one's praising donald trump and the other one is talking about how donald trump is a piece of shit and it was crazy to me to watch flip through both channels and just see the complete different, you know, sides of the argument, but still completely bashing each side, each side, you know, I was just like, what is happening? Exactly. And like, like, like I said, I'm, I love politics. I love political talk and things like that. The only person I really can listen to at all is a guy named Michael Medved. And, but that's because he's, he's a conservative, but he's actually kind of in the middle and he's, he's reasonable. That's the word that needs to be used. He's a reasonable human being that sees both sides of the argument and understands that a lot of the stupid shit Trump is doing, he needs to be called out for. But on the other hand, we're, you know, he's not he's not a racist bigot that that needs to be impeached tomorrow because that gets us nowhere, you know? Yeah. If if we if we call him out on things he really needs to be called out on um, and really reel him in and, and to where he can get some work done, um, that can be done, but calling him just name calling him and trying to impeach him left and right is we're not getting anything done. Like there's no real work being done. Yeah. You're pretty much just walking in a circle. Yeah, exactly. Chasing your own tail essentially. (laughs) Yeah. And so I I think that that brings us into our, our last, I guess the last point of the conversation is, um, for the mo for the majority of us out, out there, including me, Trump really has not affected my day-to-day life at all whatsoever. So I don't need to talk to, about him on a daily fucking basis, okay? I rejoined Facebook about mm, six months ago, which was a huge mistake. <laughs> um, because people feel the need on a daily basis to go online and talk about how much of an idiot Trump is. And vice versa. You know, if, you, if you're a part of like the the... Um, the conservative side and, and, and you are um, in some of those groups, you know, they're talking about all the, the hateful things that the anti-Trumpers are trying to do, all the crazy things that the liberals are trying to do with, um, you know, protests and, the, and, and things like that. And it's like, you have to realize this is that Donald Trump is really similar to LeVar Ball, right? God. An absolute <laughs> idiot, right? But you know what? What 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 everybody doesn't get about Lavar Ball is he doesn't care what you think about him. He only cares that your name is coming out of his mouth. Uh, no, scratch that. Flip that. That his name is coming out of your mouth. Okay. All he cares is that you're talking about him. Good, bad, indifferent doesn't matter. You're talking about him, and that's Trump is really similar. He doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care what what you're saying about him. All he cares is that you are talking about him and he is the topic of conversation. You know, and that's what you have to realize is he's he's a big fucking troll. That's all he is. And he's <laughs> fucking trolling you to talk about him and you're taking the fucking bait. Okay? And I say the same thing about conservatives when Obama was in in um in office, okay? 
Everybody was ex- afraid, and I'm sure you can relate that everybody was going to, Obama was going to come take your guns. Oh, yeah. Do you have the same amount of guns that you started with when Obama took presidency? Yep. We have yes. more, actually. <laughs> exactly. And all you idiots went out and bought, I need to buy as much fucking ammo. And you guys started stocking ammo like they were going to beat down your door and they were going to take your guns and take your ammo. Guess what? You still got the guns and you still overpaid for that ammo and now you're stuck with it, you idiots. Guess what? Oh, not necessarily <laughs> stuck with it. You can go shoot something. <laughs> it's the same thing. A Trump is not here to affect. Trump in no way probably has affect your day to day life. Now, to take it one step further, there are some people that he has affected your life, and those are the things that you can talk about. Okay, I have a friend, and we were at dinner, and I was laughing about one of one of um, Donald Trump's stupid tweets about Little Rocket Man, right? And to us, that's funny, yeah. right? I think it's hilarious as shit that he calls out another world leader and is, is talking shit like that. But I'm not in the military and none of my family's in the military. So if I was in that position and he started doing that shit, that would piss me off and I would have an opinion about that. Yeah. Right? And so if you if it does affect you, then you do have a right to get upset and be and be upset about it. And it and that that um, opinion, basically, we went out to dinner and we, we have close friends that have a son that's in the military, in the Navy, and his boat was hanging out off the shore of North Korea, um, off the shore of South Korea, sorry. And, you know, although I laugh because none of Little Rocket Man's rockets can reach me, if my son was sitting in the ocean near South Korea, then yeah, those t- tweets would piss me off because now you're putting my son in danger just to be a troll. Yeah. Right? So a lot of the shit he does is really fucking stupid. But the bottom line is a majority of it doesn't fucking affect you. You know, if you, it, so if it does affect you, you have a right to voice your opinion. I mean, you really have a right to vo- voice your opinion either way. But the people that are on social media on a fucking daily basis about uh, Russia. Justice warriors. <laughs> oh my God. These fucking, and it goes both ways, to be honest. But I mean, it's more the anti Trumpers because Trump does a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. But I mean, they're on, on social media every fucking day. Live your fucking lives, people. Live your life. Control what you can control. You know, like I had a political science professor tell me, think global, act local. What can you do locally to help the people in your community? Because you're by posting on social media, you're not going to fucking stop Trump from doing his stupid shit. But, you know, you can locally help people out like the box at City of Hope, like helping the people that we did for Thanksgiving, little things like that. Like that's how you can help out. And that's how you can tell Big, give a big fuck you to Trump is help locally, help the individuals that Trump is trying to disenfranchise locally and stay the fuck off social media because that's what he wants. He wants you to cry on social media because then guess what? The Trump trained people are going to be like, look at all these little snowflakes on social media that are crying about this, crying about that. Um, they're just, it just fuels the fire, guys. That's all it does is fuel the fire. I think in a world of people picking sides and choosing teams i think this is more than ever especially around the holidays to come together and like you said you know help the people that are, that are in need with the box for the kids at uh, city of hope with the fires going on around this area you know the house is being torn down you know just shit like that i think it's more important than ever than to come together don't let something that seriously does not affect you affect you it can like i used to say all the time when when i was working in customer service they, and, and people would berate us on the phone and this and that. What I would tell my coworkers is you can only, they can only take what you give them. 
if you let them take your dignity, if you let them take your pride and they let and you let them hurt your feelings, then that's on you. That's not on them. They can only hurt you if you allow them to hurt you, right? And so if Trump's bullshit, the way he talks and the stupid shit he says, it can only hurt you if you let him hurt you. Now, I understand that there's some some shit he's enacted that affects, you know, like the, the Dream Act and again, like some of the military bullshit. But for the most part, for the majority of us, nothing he does or said has affected us at all whatsoever. So live your fucking life and help those around you that are being disenfranchised by the bullshit that Trump is is trying to pull, you know? And so that, that's think global, act local, get the fuck off your keyboard and live your fucking lives, guys. All right. I think we're good with this <laughs> Close it out great. Um, I want to congratulate Shields third place winning team uh, for winning at Femme Royale this over the Buns weekend. and Guns. Buns and Guns. Uh, we have a box over here for the City of Hope kids. So go ahead and fill it up over at Shield. Um, any other? Nothing else. Um, that was a fun, not so fun conversation. The next <laughs> one we'll do will be will be more fun. I just I kind of had to get a lot of that shit off my chest because um, you know all that shit drives me nuts on Facebook, especially because everybody has a fucking opinion, but nobody wants to listen to each other's opinion. Um, so we're then, forcing you to listen to our opinion. Yes. So we're gonna <laughs> um, force you. Um, but the next one will be more fun. Uh, we'll try and get a special guest. Tiny Tiny Tina we'll, wants to be on. Oh, Tiny Tina wants to be on, so we'll bring her on. Uh, we'll find something fun to talk with her about, um, and we'll go from there. All right, guys. Love you. Thank you. See you out there. Later.